0: Hey guys and welcome to Honest Theology. It's a series where we ask real questions about real faith, about a real God, and questions that you might not necessarily usually get to ask in church. With that in mind, let's jump in. We're talking about the Trinity.
1: Actually my God's bigger than my comprehension of him. You're getting there, you're circling. I'm asking the questions. questions. There's something about the nature of God that is just so awesome.
0: Sirstad with Dr. Hugh Osgood. Let's be honest. I think the, the Trinity is the, the unique thing about Christianity compared to all the other religions. You know, most religions are either uh, they're either monotheistic or polytheistic. But with a Trinity, we've uh, we've got both, right?
1: Mm, no? Not really.
0: Paul. Oh, come okay. On, all right. On, on. <laughs> Explain.
1: Yeah. Well, <laughs> God is one. So we're monotheistic, okay? Okay. The fact that God is one in three persons, that makes us Trinitarian, but it doesn't make us polytheistic. Got it? Okay,
0: right. So three beings, one God.
1: Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, three persons, one God.
0: Okay, so what does that mean for us if we have a trinity? what What does that mean?
1: Well, what does it mean for us? the honest answer would be to say that actually we've got an understanding of who God really is because okay. I don't think this is about someone imposing a nature on God and say hey wouldn't it be great to have a God who's sort of one God but three persons it's actually God revealing himself and saying that's who I am uh-huh. so that's what we have to come to terms with so what does it mean for us it's tempting to say it, it means that we know who God really is. But we know a little like, bit more about Yeah, it sounds a little bit arrogant, doesn't it? But actually that's because yeah. God has revealed himself in that way.
0: But I guess that's the difference between um, us and other religions, whereas ours is more relational. So I think us knowing God in that sense is, sure. is what would be different about all the others. It's, a, it's a, you know, a deity that you can't come close to, whereas Christianity is...
1: Yeah, although there are are some that would present their faith in that kind of way, that you can come close to God. But yeah, there there are some distinctives about Christianity, and you're absolutely right. To have a triune God and to know him as a triune God is distinctive. So
0: so does that mean that other religions, or, or at least some other religions, do worship the same God, but they just don't know about his triune nature?
1: Yeah, a lot of people would feel that. There are some people that question that and say that mm, is it a lack of revelation or is it a misplaced revelation i think really for us though part of our responsibility is to communicate what we know about god in an effective way mm. so that people can hear our heart in it rather than just hear our criticism saying hey god you know if you really knew god you'd know he's like this but we want to actually be clear ourselves i think
0: yeah does that mean that uh, if if people are worshipping the same God and not knowing the, the triune nature, d- does that mean that an understanding of the Trinity is essential to being saved?
1: Oh, that's a good way of putting it. What do you think?
0: Um, okay, uh, I would say that there has to be at least some understanding of... Because it says uh, by no other name but Jesus, uh, can you be saved... So there has to be an understanding of who Jesus is. Um, but there are some faiths that kind of miss out the Holy Spirit. Then you've got to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. So I don't know. Um, you, you're you're getting there, you're circling. I'm asking the questions.
1: Usher, You're circling nicely. Let's land on it. Mm-hmm. Basically, I would say that the whole issue of salvation is so closely tied up with the nature of God, the triune nature of God, that it actually makes a lot of difference. For us, when we're talking about salvation, to realize that this is something that God, the Father, God, the Son, and God, the Holy Spirit are involved in as one. So I think it is important. Yeah, it does tie into salvation, as you were getting around to say. Okay, so it does. <laughs> all right.
0: But there there are different understandings of the Trinity, isn't there? There are some that believe that the Trinity is um, God is all three at separate times. Yeah. God is all three all at the same time, or... or um, God chooses to become one or the other. Sure. Th- there's still there an understanding of three beings, mm. but, I, but there's, a, there's a difference of oh, opinion, do you call it? Uh, on? Yeah. Is that necessary for salvation?
1: That's tricky because I do know people that hold those kind of views yeah. that struggle with the idea of God being three persons at the same time, that actually the oneness of God to them means that at one point God appeared as Father, another point as Son. Another point as the Holy Spirit. So
0: that's like when Jesus is praying, he just quickly whips up an answer. Well, yeah, that—that
1: that is, there are challenges to yeah. that view. That's For probably example, why he went
0: away privately because he's like, yeah. "Oh, no one best see this." like, uh, yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, just talking to myself. Yeah, exactly. No, no, no. But then, then on the cross, you know, "My God, My God, why have you forsaken me?" Father, into your yeah. hands I commend my spirit. So there are lots of challenges, but yes, I do know people that hold that kind of view, mm. and uh, yeah, but I, I do think that. Some of them have got a grasp of salvation. But, but for me, actually, to have that understanding of God as three-person really helps my understanding of salvation. So, yeah, yeah. that's where I'd go.
0: But is it, hmm, I don't, <laughs> a misunderstanding of that and then a preaching of that. Of, um, I, don't, I don't know what you call the different. Is it oneness? Is, is that oneness? Yeah, you can call it oneness. That, and that's when you believe he changes? Yeah, most people
1: yeah. would put it like that, yeah. Okay.
0: It's like preaching something like that, would you call that heresy?
1: It has been labelled that in church history, yes. Okay, right, right. <laughs> but I need to be careful because I, I am aware that there are different understandings around this. And I do know something about the graciousness of God. And God yeah. isn't marking people's theology in order to bring them to salvation. It's God's it's desire. Like a big yeah. Exam right at no, the end. No, no, no. you
0: take SBS for leaders? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, no. I think in the end there will be people who get to heaven and are surprised that there's God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Yeah. But they will get to heaven because you know they've come. Put their faith. Yeah, they put their faith in Christ. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, so I don't want to put restrictions okay. on God's plan of salvation.
0: Have you got it, do you think then you've got it all clear in your head, at least?
1: Uh, no, because I think that, that one of the things I learned as a young Christian is this, that, that when you think you've understood everything, you probably haven't understood very <laughs> yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. And I came across this great phase, phrase that actually said, um, to wonder is to begin to understand. And Ooh, that's good. I like that because it means that I keep that sense of wonder. If I don't have a sense of wonder in the presence of God, you know, and I've got this mm. idea, hey, God, I've got you sussed. You know, I'm taking you home in my pocket because I've got you really wrapped up. That's just so unhelpful. Yeah. And the fact that trying to explain the Trinity is like, it's quite difficult. But actually, one of the great things is to say, actually, my God's bigger than my comprehension of him.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, did you have any ways of like easily describing uh almost like a, a, an earthly metaphor for for this picture <sighs> because I, I know we can't get it heads around um i've got one
1: what's your what's your favorite one come on yours. come on no 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 you go <laughs> you go first come on what's your favorite right, one
0: okay so my mum would always uh would always say it's uh it's like an egg
1: all right okay so um the you've
0: shell. got the shell you've got the uh the white and you've got the yolk because right. even if you saw a little bit of that on the floor, even if it was just the egg, you, uh, the shell, you'd be like, oh, that's egg. Or okay. yolk, that's egg. You know, okay. um, the white, that's egg. It's all egg. All but right. They're all different natures of the egg.
1: OK, well, my, my one is equally limited <laughs> in its effectiveness. <laughs> I thought mine was really good. No, 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 it, yeah, 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 no, no, no you've it's, got a limited great, now, Hugh. It's, it's a great egg. Oh. No. <laughs> I think it's not a special egg. It's not a special egg. It's just any egg. Any any egg. egg. Okay. Well, the one I always remember was chocolate to the better. Oh right, (laughs) Prisms and light. That when you put a light through a prism, you suddenly discover it's lots of colours and not just one. I think that's quite good. So you look at light and you think, hey. This is light, and then you actually sort of have a different way of looking at it, put it through a prism, you suddenly discover there's a whole lot more to it than you originally saw. OK. Isn't yeah, it?
0: that's nice. Yeah. I, like that. I like that. All right, so uh, let's go on to the Trinity. Who is The Trinity. Because tri- what, I mean, trinity means three, three.
1: In one. Because it it's tri-unity.
0: Is that what tri- it means three yeah, well, in one? Uh, yeah, it's a
1: word if You've got like
0: a trinity of books? That's a trilogy, isn't it?
1: That's a trilogy. Ooh, is trinity used
0: in any other way?
1: Ah, that's a good question. Yeah. I can't think of one at the moment, can
0: you? No. No. Don't turn this around on me. You're the doctor. Answer my questions. <laughs> <laughs> okay so who is who is the trinity this tri- uh there's three this three there's three i like the person. question at who least you didn't
1: say who are the trinity
0: no oh is that who are no
1: <laughs> no it's who is because the trinity is one so it's a try that's uh that's
0: good
1: that's you see some
0: grammar to suck on okay who is
1: the trinity well father son and holy spirit
0: okay and is because they are one Is the Father the Son, and the Son is the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit is the Father?
1: No. Equal but distinct, I think, is the technical terminology. You're
0: going to have to break that down for me, Hugh. If you'd (laughs) like to do it in rap, you can (laughs) go ahead.
1: No, I think you'd do better at that than I would. (laughs) Look, the the way it is is this, that obviously if you're trying to put a moment when God wasn't, you've actually taken away something of who God is. God is eternal. Okay, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so so what what we ask ourselves is so when we go right back, if you can go right back into into eternity past, how did God exist? Well, He existed as three people in one, three mm. persons in one. Okay, um, and that's great because you know that explains all sorts of things. Why God is able to accept worship because. God the Father wants the Son Holy Spirit to be worshipped. Why we can talk about love, because God is love, because the Father is loves that, the Son, the Son that loves that the Spirit. Is why a trinity? Well, he's a trinity because he is a trinity. These are just some of the benefits that we get from him being a trinity. <laughs> it's just like prose. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. It means that we can say with confidence that God is love yeah. because you can have love in a relationship and there's a relationship within the Godhead.
0: Between all three. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So you've got that eternal nature of God it didn't it didn't suddenly come from somewhere or we had to yeah. think it out and put it on him that is who god is and then as god reveals himself to humanity we begin to see that now the first thing that god does in revealing himself is to say i'm one he doesn't say hey i'm 3 he says i'm one hmm. and and that's really important but even in the old testament when he's emphasizing his oneness the lord your god is one god you get glimpses like you know in the beginning god created and then it says and the spirit moved upon the face of the deep and the word spoke and you think, oh, hold on a minute, there's it's more going on yeah, here. Yeah, Then yeah. you turn over the page and it says, and God says, let us make man in our image. So even though God's emphasizing his oneness, you're getting these hints of his... Hints a bit more. More than oneness, yeah. Hints of his moreness. Hints of his moreness, yes. A yeah, bit think... more to the egg than just the shell.
0: Yeah. Or the yeah. light. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so th- this this understanding of the Trinity I, I would be, I think it would be safe to say, kind of comes into light in the New Testament. Yeah, sure. Um, glimpses you know, we, is in the old, but much glimpses. clearer in the new. Uh, yeah. w- why, why is that?
1: Because it's very much tied up with God's plan of redemption, you know, and the fact that when, I mean, God, God is who God is, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. and God.
0: But why wouldn't He reveal that earlier? Why? Why? Because there is because there is so much confusion now. Um, you know, because even His chosen people, they, they uh, the Jewish people, reject this idea of it being a, a, a triune God. Yeah, we're of talking. course they do, because they, you know glimpses aren't enough no then, and
1: God kept emphasizing his oneness yeah so but one, even then when when you take that that strong text which says the Lord your God is one yeah, Lord yeah I feel that part of the thing that he's emphasizing is not his uniqueness in terms of I am the only one but actually there's something distinct about my nature but we are one that we are one yeah yeah, yeah so yeah. I, I I feel that but yeah but then when you come to the point where God is going to redeem humanity, mm-hmm. um, then this is when you begin to see the distinctiveness of the three persons of the Trinity in the, the, the way they operate. Uh-huh. So if you go right back to the creation when humanity rebelled, and the first thing that God said is he's going to send the seed of woman to bruise the serpent's head. So he's already signaling up that there's a plan that he has. Hmm. For bringing all of this about, yeah, and you go back even further, and you even s- then, we don't know it's going to be him. Oh no, no, you don't know exactly, do you? No. But if you go back and that's like a bit of a yeah. shocker, isn't it? Well, yeah, because but then morally, that's the only way you can do it, isn't it? Yeah, because if God if God chose some person who wasn't Him, <laughs> it would be victimization. Yeah, so it has to be Him that does it.
0: And Fred doesn't have a good as name as Jesus, does it?
1: Well, it's not so much the name, is it? It's actually the person. Fred, Fred. Do you think so?
0: No.
1: Now, I think I mean, yeah. If Fred meant saviour, <laughs> we might get somewhere on that one, <laughs> well, Paul. Yeah, maybe, but <laughs>
0: Frederick, that's better. I can right. go with Frederick. Um, all right. So, how did we how did we get to this understanding of Trinity? Because it hasn't always been there, and I'm. It doesn't say it in the Bible. You know, we don't. We don't. Mm-hmm. We, it's not like suddenly. You know, Romans chapter one. God is three in one. It's not like we got there on our own.
1: No, we got there uh, with the help of the Almighty. You might have got there on your own, but the rest of us, we needed actually God to do some revealing along the way here. Okay,
0: But scholars got it wrong (laughs) a load of times over a few hundred years and eventually got there. So the revealing was a little, you know. Okay. Come on, guys, catch up. How did we get from... God is one to oh Jesus Jesus is God oh that's amazing to suddenly there being three of them
1: and Jesus says I'm going to send you another comforter like unto myself yeah and so that's when you discover father son and holy spirit
0: yeah but we didn't we didn't get there that quickly we did as i said no. I, I mean i don't know i have no idea but did peter have an understanding of the trinity I
1: I think what you could say is they had an understanding, but they didn't have a language with which to express it. Okay. That came along a little bit later. All right. The church had been grappling with these kind of things, and what their responsibility was was to come up with a way of explaining to other people yeah. and even to themselves without compromising Scripture because by this point, you know, they got things written down that they'd heard Jesus say, and so they got these records And they're trying to look at what Jesus said, for example, in the upper room before he he went to the cross. And you're looking at that and you're thinking, how do I put that concept of the Holy Spirit into an understanding of who God is? And Mm. you look back in the Old Testament and say, oh, the Spirit of God is mentioned in the Old Testament. And you begin to sort of see, actually, God all along has been three in one. But it's actually taken us to this point to start recognising it. It's just like
0: really good storytelling, isn't
1: it? Yeah, that it gets revealed as you go along. Yeah, Yeah, of course it
0: is. It was the postman, but a bit cooler. Um, Yeah,
1: a lot cooler, really. Is that a
0: final twist?
1: What more twist do you want?
0: well um, okay so there's this there's this bit in <clears throat> revelation uh, where it talks about the seven spirits of God sure and that I remember that confused me slightly yeah. I was going me too whoa hold on <laughs> you've got the Holy Spirit you've got I can't say Jesus the Spirit but you can say the Spirit of Jesus which is the Holy Spirit uh, and then you've got God who is spirit mm. and then suddenly there's seven like whoa what's this is is there is there are there more revelations still to come is there like twist four twist five twist nope. six there's seven stories it's a big epic by Stephen King <laughs> called the Dark Tower series the, which I've never read but the film sucked
1: oh is it really yeah. okay the the sevenfold spirit of God I would tend to think of it as sevenfold rather than seven spirits even though it is referred to as seven spirits. It, it, to me, is a representation of the Holy Spirit, Mm -hmm. who is one spirit, but you can actually say there are seven aspects to his nature, and so you refer to that as the sevenfold spirit of God. Seven is just a number of perfection, and so you've got that kind of presentation.
0: All right, so even even that aside, I mean, the seven was just really, the the seven spirits of God brought it to my attention rather than that, it's in scripture, but how can we be so certain that there isn't chapter three okay because I mean it would be nice or you know chapter three chapter four post revelation post revelation
1: nope there won't be a post revelation
0: how can we be sure of that? how
1: are you <laughs> how so, am I so sure, so sure that there won't be more, because there's a perfection about the way that it comes together and mm-hmm. um, and I don't just mean that you know the scriptures themselves are, are that perfection, but the, the, there's a revelation there that makes sense. When you get into uh, Revelation thirteen eight, and it talks about the lamb that's slain from the foundation of the world, you suddenly begin to realize that actually the whole story begins to join up. There's a completeness. Mm. I, I don't think that there are many loose ends left by the time you get to the book of revelation yeah there is sure there's going to be things that we'll see there'll be an unfolding of things that are, are mentioned there second coming of the Lord. it's going to be really interesting to see what that looks like yeah see who was right about what's going to happen yeah. but uh, but you're just asking him if it's his first time coming or second oh so yeah but <laughs> but the great thing about it is that there is a There's a sense of completeness about Scripture. When you get into the book of Revelation, you can see what God's done. You can see the plan of salvation actually is about saving us, spirit, soul, and body. And he's got a plan for a new heaven and a new earth. And and it's there. It's all there. So I'm just expecting a little bit more clarity as it all unfolds. But I don't think we need any more.
0: Okay. Just picking up on what you just said there, our, our spirit, soul, body. Yeah. Is that our own mini trinity, that, that we are?
1: Yeah, some would say so. Um, yeah, I guess... If we're bit, made in his image? Yeah, it? I think that's partly it. I think part of being made in his image is is having choice. I think that's also part of it, okay. being made in the image of God. It's much more than the whole sort of physical thing. When people start trying to... Having been made in the image of God, try to make God in our image, and, you know, we've got a six-foot God wandering around somewhere, or five-foot-plus for the two of us. <laughs> <laughs> Just under six foot. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay, so, so we have this understanding of a, a, a tr- Trinitarian God, is that what yes. say? A triune God. Um, that is Father, Son, Holy Spirit, very magnificent, very awesome, very holy, wonderful. How do we approach or talk to this triune God? I mean, in prayer and worship, What? Well, how do we...
1: How do we him? sure That's great. I love this. There's something about the nature of God that is just so awesome. Mm. Uh, he's love, He's light, He's life. And how do we, as people who've inherited a nature that has got a rebellious element in it ever since the fall, how do we come close to God? And the answer is, really, we couldn't manage it at all if it hadn't been God who took the initiative. So the fact that God sends his son into the world to take on human flesh, to go to the cross and pay the price Mm. of sin, that makes it possible for the gap between us and God to be closed by virtue of what Jesus has done. He deals with our sin, and then in resurrection life, he gives us his life. And then there's the Holy Spirit working in us in order to convict us of sin and bring us into a relationship with God. So the amazing thing is that from being people that wouldn't have access to God because of what Christ has done, we've got that ability to come into his presence to have a relationship with him. So that's where where prayer comes in.
0: That almost answers the question of is that understanding necessary for salvation? Because I think, it's only through the Trinity that we can come close to God, because he's made a way through his Trinity, himself, to be able to come close to him, That's like, true, through but,
1: himself. But for some people, it actually is, they come in exactly that way, they come in through repentance and faith, they find they've got this relationship with God that they never expected to have, mm. this intimacy with God. And it's only after they've got that intimacy that they begin to look back and say, well, how does all that fit together? There are some others of us who are trying to get our heads around it first and saying, when I understand it, then I'll accept it. But sometimes on these big things where we're looking at the nature of God, let's get into a relationship with him and then from that begin to understand him and see who he is and get to understand the fullness of his nature.
0: That's great, Hugh. So that's that's a first look at a trinitarian god god as a trinity uh next podcast we're going to be exploring the father and then we're going to do the son and then bonus question what could number three be
1: this is the holy spirit it is indeed for you stuff from that one no i got there, I got, in there. In I got there I just listened I really to you at, you at that point i really thought you were going to come in and no no i no, just that's, thought oh, that's all
0: right you know, there are times maybe when I, there maybe you need to go yeah. back to no no someone, there
1: are times but. when i just let you go on for a bit <laughs>
0: All right. Well, thanks so much for listening. Or if you're watching on YouTube, thank you. Make sure you subscribe or follow us on YouTube, Facebook, etc. etc.
1: etc. (laughs) etc.
0: Thanks, guys. God bless.